Everybody get down, turn around, pop your cooter brown, drop your excuses, your panties at the door, open your mouth and let the bushwhackers pull. Live it up, pour it down, tonight's night, we're going to do it right, and when you wake up in the morning and think, what the hell did I just do, just remember, us cougars need love too. That is the summer smash for 2022. You've been Cooter Browned and because of overwhelming demand coming up during this episode in the first seven minutes. How you can get your You've Been Cooter Brown swag. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. Things like uh, current events, pop culture. And music, country music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. And my name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, one thing about me is when I was in middle school, I was part of a girl fight, a planned girl fight. Okay, so moving on. Well, no, well hang on. Um, but you can you can expand your sentence. It can be a run on if you'd like. I know you told me not to expand on. Okay. I was in a girl fight. We okay. planned it on the bus. We took it to fruition. How many girls on girls? It was four of us on four other girls in did the she, neighborhood. Did she have any idea? Or did they have any idea? Yeah, no, we talked about it. We planned okay. it. it. Like it was a rumble. In and Heavenly Hills. Where was it you grew up? Highview Drive. Do you want to know? You know what started the whole thing? I do. Yeah. No, you don't. Uh, I would have included that in my sentence. Well, that, that's here's way one too thing long. about me. No, it's not. There's one. Here's one thing about me. When I was in middle school, this is this part, this segment is becoming troublesome because my program director like wants to direct it. But when, when I was in middle school, we okay. orchestrated a fight with four of the girls, me, me and four, three girls, and another four group of four in the neighborhood. We beat their ass. We were well, fighting over blank, and then um, whatever that, you just that said that didn't happen. We didn't. It it got broken up before it started. Kim Pepper had gotten a new trampoline, and we would jump on it every day. And there were people in a a neighboring yard who had another trampoline. And because they were older than us and they were in high school, they would call out to us every day, baby jumpers, baby jumpers. We'd had it. Yeah. But it never came to fruition because someone's mom found out that we were going to have a brawl. Damned if they didn't come down there and break it up before it started. I was going to do some karate kid moves. Plus you already knew I was the queen of like wrestling. So, I mean, I I was ready, but this was going to be more like a physical street brawl. This would this be your first one. Oh Yeah. Not my last, but it'd be my first, where you just kick someone's teeth in and stuff. But then you're like, oh my gosh, like Dr. Marshall, his daughter, went to our school. fixed your teeth. And he fixed all of our teeth. And so it was like, probably shouldn't do that. So, I don't know. All right. 
So there you have it. Okay, listen, uh, Mother's Day was Sunday. And I know we, we don't like to look in the rearview mirror, but I've got to tell you this story. So I am at Target getting my own mom. I was going to stop into Starbucks. Me, Charlotte and I were there, and I was going to get my mom like an iced coffee to take over to her because I was going over to see her. And there's men everywhere. This is on Mother's Day, and it's like 9 o'clock in the morning, and they're just running around with kids in pajamas and unkempt hair, and they're just, it's like just madness. And so I go to the self-checkout, and there's this man in front of me, and in his cart, I wanted to take a picture of it, but I didn't, uh, at the beginning, I didn't want to be too obvious, although I inserted myself into his life, of course. But so I look down into his cart, and he has a rogue candle, a sleep mask, um, a gift card to chick-fil-a here's where it gets good and it gets better than that a participation trophy like that you, i like it though i think that's very no, clever okay that you get on like the yeah. the you know aisle where you buy stuff right, for like right, parties right. and stuff right and so he's you know taking his stuff out ringing it up and he looks back at me and he says as he pulls out the trophy he goes i hope she thinks this is as funny as i do and i said she's not going to i think it's great no i think it's perfect. because you're a man Okay. He's like, well, I said, everything in that cart is wrong. And he's like, it is. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, well, what, what should I get? And I'm like, okay, the sleep mask. That's okay. You need like a really comfy blanket and you need a sign that you hang on the door that says, do not disturb or do not knock unless you are bleeding or on fire. And then you also, instead of a Chick-fil-A gift card, you need a gift card to total wine, you know, package and purchase. It's not so much when you have older kids. When you have little kids and you're just running and running and running and running and going, it, you just kind of want to like lock yourself in your room, watch some bad TV. Go to your, your deer blind. And your deer blind, not feeling bad about the fact that you're laying down for a few minutes and, you know, taking you a little, you've had a sinking spell and you need to close your eyes for a few minutes. If you did not get that because you didn't hear my PSA until now it's after Mother's Day. If you did not get that for Mother's Day, do not, do not sweat because you always, as a mother, have an opportunity for Mother's Day Part 2. And you know what that is. It's Father's Day. Okay? So on Father's Day, you send, you tell your husband, the kid, our only present to you is for the kids to spend time with you. Okay? You work a lot, and so the kids just want to spend time with you. They would love to go to the zoo. They just want to hang out with you. How come dad didn't go get to retreat to the bedroom and and go to the deer blind? Because guys do that every day. That's every day. That's every day. So that's what you always get another chance at Mother's Day on Father's Day if you play your cards right. Oh, my gosh. The kids are so excited. And, like, you get them tickets to go to, like, the zoo or something or, like, Monster Fest or something and be like, oh, my God, the kids are so excited. Y'all are all going to Monster Fest. We can't wait. Diddy, Diddy, are you going to take us? Yes. And Mama doesn't get to go, does she? No. See, like, you gas them all up to where they don't want you to go. You thought this through. Yeah, and they're like, we're so excited. It's a daddy day out. Monster fest. Yeah, mommy's not included. And they think you're going to get all mad, and you're like, I know, I'm not going. And then you're like, hell yeah. I got my damn Mother's Day one way or another. Everybody get down, turn around, pop your cooter brown, drop your excuses, your panties at the door, open your mouth and let the bushwhackers pour. A couple of questions (laughs) for about you've been cooter brown. The, uh, the, the, The song for summer 2022. According to uh, Philip Brines mm. and other radio folks. Poor. That's when the gospel people come back in. Identify the gospel people for us if you don't have know. You oh, me. Like, I have a t shirt that says, I love Jesus, but I swear a little. Or I okay. drink some right. liquor. Okay. I drink some, Fair I love enough. Jesus, but I drink some brown liquor. I mean, like, it's okay. All right. Okay. So I have, I have assembled a team 
And the the head of the choir is Betsy, who is one of the biggest, most faithful, well, not biggest, but I mean, she has a big faith. Like she is, Betsy, don't think I'm calling her big and I'm not. No, she's not. She's, she's very Key faithful. West right now. She is very faithful. But she likes to tell a dirty joke every now and then. She will do that. So Send a dirty meme. She's the head of Called her. out her preacher on Easter. Oh my gosh. What about Jesus had an erection? Yeah, yes. Rather than he was erected. Oh no kidding. God. Okay. At like the 10 o'clock Easter morning service. Yes. And the, everybody in the, not led by Betsy, but there were women at the church, Donna, not Betsy, who actually created memes. About that. About that and passed them around the church. I love that. To those maybe that just jumped in for whatever reason to Cadillac Jack, my second night here, episode 252. They must right? be so impressed. They have no idea what's going on. Uh, Donna in January launched a do something new and every, during every month initiative 2020 something. Something. Do something new every damn month. And for April, Pod Pete Melissa. Should we go suggest, back through what they were? No. Suggested okay. that, that you write a country song. And so you wrote, with the help of Pod Peeps, who gave us different things you had to work in, the meaning of You've Been Cooter Browned. It plays into to cougars and them kind of winning the night at the, the club. It's just basically when the cougars are turned out on the loose. And we hit we hit the club, and like the young girls, they think they've all got it going on and you know all this stuff. But in reality, the men, the young fellas, the old fellas, everybody, they just want to be with a cougar. They just want to be with a cougar because we're happy, we're experienced, you know, on the dance floor and stuff. And like, we are just, we're, we're where it's at. So if you've been cooter brown, it's like you've been taken over by a cougar and you didn't even know what happened. And don't forget your little blue pill. Um, there is some interest. I've got to reach out to Trudy, but you know, they just signed Tyler Hubbard to EMI Records for, for his half solo. Of Florida Georgia line. Yeah, for his solo act. And they are taking on new fantastic artists. And I well, believe I fall into that category. All right. Well, we'll see. Thank you, Trudy, for fanning those flames. Well, she didn't. I'm fanning it oh, for her. Okay. Yes. All no. right. All right. Let's be clear. All Trudy right. did not fan those flames. You've been Cooter Brown swags on the Live way. Live it up. Pour it down. Tonight's the night. We're going to do it right. And when you wake up in the morning and think, what the hell did I just do? Just remember, us cougars need love, too. It kind of sounds more like a point, doesn't it? Uh, how about this? We're going to get us some promotional drawstring sport packs. Pick the color. 14 colors available at Threads, Inc. I think maybe we should get it. some think pill, pa- like pill separators. Or a pill pouch. For, yeah, pill for pouch. your little blue pill. Your blue pill. Donna, God bless. And your Fosamax. I mean, the Fosamax, the stuff that keeps that you kind of like limber. You know what I mean? Hard? No. No. It, no. Oh, my God. No. I've never heard of that brand. It's if you have like pre-arthritis. Why, why would you need that? Because, I mean, I'm stiff in the mornings and not... I'm not not the blue pill kind of stuff. I mean, I am stiff. Like, I cannot get out of bed. Tired. What, after you've been cooter, after you cooter around somebody? Like just to, in, at the club? No, or? if I just, like, oh, walked okay. down pill the pouches. mailbox. We're done. That's yeah. it. Uh, from Threads, Inc., uh, we're going to have the announcement coming up. We're also, we'll do a T-shirt, and we'll have details here in the next couple of days. Uh, John and uh, his wife are coming up with a graphic. Do you have any ideas for John and Becky Landris? I mean, they must be so thrilled to be a part of this, I tell you. Of course they are, because I told them they could, I said, listen, we're not, we don't want to make a dollar off of it. Not this run. Um, and. Put your put your logo on, on a sleeve. It'll get you some exposure too. They're they're mom and pop locally owned business. I'm thinking of the graphic. I'll have something. We we need it pretty quick. So we got to strike while the, the what's it's hot. They say. I'm thinking maybe it's like a, uh, uh, yeah, not an elderly woman, but an older cougar type woman swinging from big like hair. a um, big hair swinging from like a um, disco ball. Okay, go go. Kind of like Molly Cyrus, like came wrecking in like ball. a wrecking ball, yeah. but instead you're hanging from okay. it. Okay, and you're doing what? What are you landing on? Like a pool table. Yeah, and there's just like guys underneath it, you know, and you just cooter brown on them. Okay. 
What does that mean exactly? When you cuter brown a guy, you kind of fall fall into the mix okay, and create so. some revelry. Uh, maybe some silicone wristbands. I thought, but no, not anymore. We're going to do the pill pouch. Keith Urban is doing the European leg of his tour right now. Last week in Manchester, UK. You pay tribute to Naomi Judd. Listen to him call out to the audience. Listen to him sing it back. The Judds were international. And the tributes continue from other artists, including Keith Urban. I think he raps right here. episode that, that there were so few people that when the world became aware of her, her passing that had you, know, you heard didn't hear who everybody knew the judge uh this past saturday night in houston little big town on her is, is opening from Rand lambert on her new tour and they came out and did old grandpa here fair child a little big town led right here Imagine the money, Donna, that a songwriter like Jamie O'Hare, the bump that they're getting, as they should, because of songs like Grandpa from the Judd's catalog getting so much play right now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The first memorial service for Naomi was held Saturday in Nashville. Brian Mansfield, managing editor of CountryInsider.com. I've been a guest on this podcast before. I said, what did he say? It was the most, uh, where was this tweet? I included, here we go. Naomi Judd's memorial service this morning was brutal and beautiful. Yeah, I understand that. Just heartbreaking, you know, but um, also beautiful in the fact that, and I think that's where where, where it is such a, um, that word kind of like a, the fancy word is a juxtaposition, but the other word is Hang like, on, back up, back up. Well, it's like a seesaw, a seesaw of emotions because, you know, I think he described it so perfectly because it is so heartbreaking and sad. And on the other end of the spectrum, it is kind of in a weird way, as we talked about on the last podcast, honoring her wishes. You know, she wasn't killed in a horrible car accident or, you know, something like that. Was it unexpected? Yes. But was it, we think, partially and huh. highly controlled by her? How unexpected yes. was it for the immediate family? I don't think much at all. Yeah, just heartbreaking. Will the tour go on? Uh, we're hearing conversations with the family took place late last week and over the weekend about uh, how, how would you continue the tour? You know, right before Naomi took her life, um, they were launching, the, I think, 14 dates, starting in first week of September, the Judd's farewell tour, something like that. Martina McBride was support. I think four cities had sold out of 14. Ticket sales were hot. Um, I originally would have thought, as I did, that uh, they'll, they'll call the tour. They don't have another choice. But they say maybe, or we're hearing maybe they think that they do. What would another choice be? 
I don't know. I'm I'm not down for this. I have to be really honest. I, I this feels very um, cash grabby. This feels very um, gratuitous to me. It doesn't feel like something that is authentic. And did she want? And you know, was that part of what was going on with her? Was this anxiety about we don't? Well, I mean, we'll never know. But the anxiety about the tour. So then I'm wondering if in her passing. It, and I don't mean Winona, but is somebody trying to reclaim the narrative for their own sake, if that makes sense? It's kind of like, you know, if, if she didn't want to do this and this was part of what was, and again, we will never know. This is all me just speculating. But if that's the case, and they know, Winona knows because they had conversations. But if, if her mother- She may be the only other person. Absolutely. Or the manager. But, it, you know, if, if, she, if Naomi was saying, I can't do this, I don't want to do this, I'm sorry that I got us into this- you know, and maybe there was a lot of discussion of we can't back out now and just the overwhelming pressure, then it feels really bad in her passing to continue this on. And I just think sometimes you just let let it be where it is. And, you know, maybe 10 years from now at, at a CMA Awards or CMT Awards, they do something like, you know, with a hologram like they've done with, you know, Eminem at Coachella or wh- whatever. But it just doesn't seem right to me. I mean, you know. Last Sunday. Last Sunday at the Country Music Hall of Fame induction ceremony. The audio that was serviced to media from the actual induction, from the Country Music Hall of Fame, and I'm sure the judge actually, it was, it was Winona and Ashley that said to them, We'll give you two clips. This is how the conversation went. We've got to release some audio and video for the press. If we do that, nobody's going to try to, no one will be in the venue day of trying to sneak and get whatever they want. We got to control it. All right. Judge said, ah, hell yeah, we do. We'll release two clips. So the two clips that everybody had. You heard everywhere, saw everywhere. The one about Winona saying, I didn't prepare an awful lot for tonight because I thought, you know, new mama would do all the talking. I didn't prepare anything tonight because I knew mom would probably talk the most. The other clip was Ashley uh, talking, you know, thanking you for your love for her mom. What has come out now is a transcript of the entire induction. And we learned things from reading it that we, that I wouldn't have known otherwise. Because they weren't in the clips that the media weren't in the clips. Yeah. It's it's not like earth shattering or or controversial. No, no, they released that part on purpose. The whole Elvis thing that we're getting ready to discuss. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. You have just they serviced that clip on purpose. But oh, they didn't have to. There's no context. There's no setup. Why would you release? Why would you say that, Ashley? And then release the clip? I wondered about the other members of the class of 2022. Who's Peter Drake? Don't know. Put a Google on that. I meant to do that because that's disrespectful. Just to, I, mean, I think, and I meant to do. I'm sorry. I meant to do it before we started. Anyway, their moment has been overshadowed. Kind of like if you. If you were nominated or you won Best Documentary at the Oscars, the award that Chris Rock was up there to give away or to announce when Will Smith ran up and hit him, nobody ever is going to remember who won that, 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 that Oscar. No one will ever recall Mr. Peter Drake or Ray Charles being inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame because of the story. From the transcript, Wynonna specifically says, so this is interesting, talking about the afternoon of, of her mom's passing, uh, this is the first time I've talked since saying goodbye to her at 2.20. I kissed her on the forehead and I walked away. And this is the first place I've been. So I uh, takes a breath, clears throat. The last thing we did together as a family was her was uncle Mark. And um, we all gathered around her and we said, reciting uh, 
Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, leadeth me beside the still waters. They run through the entire Psalm 23. Winona blows a kiss and looks up, mouths something, and turns to hug Ashley from the official transcript from the Associated Press. Ashley Judd acknowledges Ray Charles and Mr. Peter Drake. First thing when she gets up there. So he is a steel guitarist from Nashville. And deserves his moment, I think. Yes. Uh, All right, then Ashley goes into one of the clips that was serviced to the press and you've seen about the goat. What you don't know about that moment is after Ashley says, do you know what that means? A goat. Do you know what that means? I don't, this is Ashley, I don't think she knows I'm calling her the greatest of all time. She lives on a farm. She's being a little literal. So if you can imagine for me what it's like to grow up with this voice around the house. First, picking out the Pink Panther theme song on a piano when I'm almost still in diapers. This is Ashley talking about Winona. But then listening to Hazel and Alice and her picking out those harmonies with mom. And then, of course, it was Joni Mitchell. And perhaps the most bitter argument to this day we've ever had was whether the lyrics came this way or that way. And I was wrong. I was seven. Transcript then reads, Winona turns to the audience in mouths. Make note of that. I just got to bask in this voice that was around the house, and I've always been so proud of the music and so proud of you. What Ashley then did was reveal one of the biggest secrets of the Judd dynasty. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. That I've heard for over 20 years. And there was an agreement, I bet, between the family. That until Naomi passed, this would never be spoken to, spoken of. You know who told us this? You, Dot Bubba. Remember? You've yeah, heard this. Yes. You've yes. heard this. I, everyone's heard it. It's been rumored forever. There's no context. There's no setup. Out of nowhere, you hear this. Ashley talking to her sister, Winona. And newspapers don't get much right these days, but when the Los Angeles Times said you were Elvis-like, they got it right. I think what she's saying is just you were like as big as Elvis. No. She's playing no. on the no, rumor. No, no, no. She's playing on the She's playing with the rumor. She's playing with us. So. She's been asked many times, many, many times, because the speculation is there. Because she looks like her or looks like him, sounds like him, has the moves, the, the mannerisms of Elvis the king. Naomi never, Naomi never came out and actually denied when asked if Winona was Elvis's daughter. She just sort of leaves it on the table. And then the other thing that is very interesting that I don't know if a lot of people know, because a lot of people have said, where did the connection come in with Wynona, I mean, with um, Naomi and Elvis? And so Naomi, just so you know, was Elvis's personal nurse at Baptist Memorial Hospital in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody says she was his personal nurse. But at the time, um, it was the late 70s, early to late 70s. And Elvis was Do the math. battling a horrible prescription um, addiction. And, um, and it was very hush hush at the time. And so she, um, Naomi was, you know, his nurse helping him out and she mm-hmm. was an aspiring singer at the time. How about that? So wanted, I don't wanted a break. Know. Yeah, wanted I don't a break. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She had Elvis BDE at 18. I'm celebrating that. This is not a, this is not spread to try to spread dirty laundry. I'm saying, get it, Naomi. And newspapers don't get much right these days, but when the Los Angeles Times said you were Elvis-like, they got nowhere. it right. Out of nowhere. No context. I'll, I'll put the transcript in the letter this Saturday. I won't doctor it. I won't edit it. You're going to see. 
the comment. I'll put it in italics. The red, white, and blue, all-American parking lot party without Lee Bryce. Here's an ask you if you see any of the posters or cards or graphics that have been designed for the event, there's an asterisk. We had to put that in there. Without Lee Bryce in the small print at the very bottom. Jonathan Ingram is going to be playing music. He returns for the second year of the parking lot party. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Yes, that is gallery furniture. Been in the same spot, locally owned business. You know the family? Uh, for over 40 years. There's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. I think, too, if you have young kids, you can dress them up like the, you can dress them up like a little yes. baby wolf man. That's great. Great idea. You know, like it doesn't have to, you don't have to be like in the wolf man's age group. Like if you have kids and you can, I mean, go on Amazon and get this stuff. And I'm telling you, you're going to want to do this because the prize is going to be awesome. Awesomeness. Noon to three. Dolly Parton covered one of the most iconic Songs of all time. Let's say. Stairway to Heaven. Don't tell me she should not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's amazing. Like, who came up with this? This arrangement. She did. Unbelievable. She brought in a choir, made it bluegrass, and this song got no traction. Even though it was recorded 2002, got no traction until the last couple of weeks when and, you know Dolly was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Horns, uh, Halos and Horns was the project. Her 39th album. July 2002, Dolly tweeted, I'm honored and humbled by the fact that I've been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course, I will accept it gracefully. Thanks to everyone that voted to me or voted for me and to everyone at the uh, at Rock Hall. It's awesome. Also, uh, Eminem, Lana Richie, Carly Simon, The Arrhythmics, Duran Duran, Pat Benatar have all been inducted. The honorees voted on by more than 1,000 artists, historians, and music industry professionals. You're going to add Gary Allen to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Yes, I love Gary Allen. I'm a huge Gary Allen fan. It's kind of like a mix between a love song and a rock a rock country song. It's just a good one. Love this. California Cowboys. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to defer my selection this episode to pod peep Crystal James, who is coming up to talk about her being cited recently for turning left on red. Which is just ridiculous. No reason that that, not that she turned left on red, but that she got cited for that. So she gets a... Uh, my slot. We'll find out what she's going to add coming up. We are going to add a bonus song for this episode. Morgan Wallen, Thought You Should Know. It was released around Mother's Day last year on Instagram, written for his mother, Leslie, who responded to the uh, Instagram post by sending Morgan a text. And the text from his mom said, I want you to know dad is still doing dumb shit. Commented on the song uh, and then said, love it, love my boy. Published originally on uh, Morgan's Instagram account, November 22nd, 2021. There's a great line in there about how she hasn't gotten any sleep. 
basically since, since he, 93. Yeah, that was the year since he was, he was born. born yeah. And it's so true. If you're a parent, you just, oh, you know, they say when you become a parent that your heart starts beating outside your chest. And wow. it's so true. You also hear mentioned Jefferson City, Tennessee. Uh, that's not where he was, was born and raised. He was born and raised in Sneedville, Tennessee. But Jefferson City is about, uh, it's like an hour away. Sneedville, where he's from, born and raised, is about uh, an hour and a half from Knoxville. So it's East Tennessee. Yeah, and he did a sweet post on Mother's Day for the um, mother of his son and just, you know, talked about how um, he appreciates her so much and the way he's really proud of the way they co-parent. I thought it was a really nice thing to do. Send your prayers up and your roots down deep Add a few limbs to your family tree Watch those pencil marks in the grass in the yard all grow. A number one hit recorded by Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. Luke Combs is covered. You think it's better than the original? Oh, God is so good. He also, right after he released this song, or this version of this song, announced a tour. Middle of somewhere tour. Luke is only doing very few, I think it's like eight, ten cities. But he's doing two dates in each city where he goes. Consecutive. As if you needed another reason to like Luke Combs. Um, and listen, I know that the price of everything has been going up uh, these last couple of years, and there's nothing I can do about that. But the one thing that I could do um, is set the price of my tickets. So what I wanted to do was keep the ticket prices the same as they were before the pandemic. So these tickets will be priced just as they were the last time you bought tickets. Um, so I really, really hope you guys will come out and check us out. I love you all. I can't wait to see you on the road and uh, see you then. When an artist cares enough to go to bat for something like that, because they do, an artist has to go to bat for that with management, with, with everybody involved. Live Nation. Absolutely. The promoter, that, mean, up the money. that means a lot. I mean, it really does. Good for him. Coming up next episode, episode 253, Thursday, May 12th. There are two types of people in the world. Liars who deny that they were the one who farted and heroes who immediately own up to letting it rip. Oh, boy. Let the record show a woman testifying as an expert in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial is a member of the second group. She let out a rage. Okay, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it on the next episode. While on the witness stand in court the other day and immediately, okay. immediately took possession of it. What does Arnica cream look like? Uh, oh, sorry, that was me. Um, it's kind of like a white emollient. If I'm a juror. Okay, let's, let's just talk about. We're just I'm believing about every it. word this woman says because if she's going to take, if she's going to admit and be honest about the noise that she made from the stand, she can be honest about everything. Okay, so everything. we have, we we have covered the farting. Oh no, topic. there's much more. No, there's not so much more. That is next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act, Thursday, May twelfth. Also a big day. We're going to be on stage to welcome you to the thirtieth annual Taste of Alpharetta with the Jacks. Awesome Alpharetta, the Jacks. That's us. Awesome Alpharetta. Representing the podcast, you've never been on stage like no, this. No, not not in this capacity. No. Yeah, I've tried yeah. to climb on the stage yes, before many times. After a not by choice, but a a, a pause of two and a half years, Taste of Alpharetta returns. North Fulton's biggest event, five o'clock Thursday. We want to make this absolutely seamless for you and your family. It's a family event. Parking. Here's what you do: two spots at Will's Park for shuttles. Also, don't forget you got some uh, you know the parking garages around downtown. They're going to fill up quick. Think about going to Wills Park first. It's going to be a quick shuttle ride you there. And you know that shuttle is going to be so much fun on the way over and back. People are going to be like partying, happy, 
Ready to roll? Yeah, well, would you find partying? Well, just like Janet Rogers ain't going to have like no, but, like like a, a fraternity kicker. No, on her I show. didn't say that. But I'm just saying it's going to be a fun environment, festive. Yes. If you are a pot peep and you don't live in Metro Atlanta, we want you to come. Quit your job. Oh, get in the car and join us in, on Thursday, or just feign sickness. Be like whatever it takes to join us. It's Jim, worth the drive. Worth the drive. Chad yeah, just be like Birmingham. Jim. I'm having some tummy trouble. Charleston, where are you? Come on, come I've on. I've got to go. Is that it? Okay. Yeah, I've got to go. And then you just gas it over to the Wills Park. Get on that shuttle. Come over. Right, right. right. Taste of Alfred is one of my favorite. Well, events. Make your reservation to stay at one of over thirty hotels in Alfred. Yeah, it and is then, one and then race of it. my favorite events because it is the opportunity to sample the most amazing restaurants. And it's always been a great event, but it is an even better event now because we have added so many new restaurants in Alpharetta. You know, we have an emerging culinary scene down here. You know, there are so many chefs who have done great restaurants inside the perimeter who have now come out, you know, here to where we are in Alpharetta and have started restaurants. And it's because there's so many foodies out here. But even if you don't live here and say you live somewhere else, but you just like, you know, I hear these people talking about North Fulton and Alpharetta all the time. What is the deal? What makes it so special? Come out and check it out. It's so easy to walk around. It's a family affair. There's plenty of room if you've got strollers, if you've got small kids, if you're empty nesters. I mean, there's genuinely something for everyone at this event, and in Alpharetta. And live music, too, will be on the main stage starting at 5. Donna's on the main stage. Donna to the main stage. I can't wait to say that. Which is right there at, uh, what's that restaurant starts with a C? Coalition. Thank you. Right there outside of Coalition, the main stage. We'll see you there for the 30th annual Taste of Alpharetta. And we appreciate the support of Awesome Alpharetta and the Alpharetta Convention and Visitors Bureau of this podcast, Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. Thank you, Janet. Roger, so much for your support. It is an event with a lot of food. A lot of great food from 30 restaurants all over. Guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast, state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brand you know, depend on and trust. Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. The Paramount pledge to you cleanliness, a friendly staff, comfortable bed, great location, and great value. I want to welcome to the podcast, Pot Pete Crystal James. You may remember an episode. I mean, if you remember this one, episode three, Episode three, Donna. We're at 252 right now. You've been here a while. From January 6, 2020, turning left on red. I do kind of like when I'm driving, I look at it like it's suggested. Like there are things on the road. What's suggested? Things on the road are suggested. Like Like a speed limit? No, I would never do that. But like, for example, okay, you know how you can turn right on red? You should be able to turn... Left on red. Why only right? <laughs> nothing's coming. And then someone's like, beep, beep, lady, you can go right on red. If you're sitting there and nothing's coming, why can't you go left on red? There's a group of people out there. We should start a movement. Hashtag left on red. Crystal, tell us about the kids. Uh, you got uh, three daughters. Is that right? Um, I have three children. We Two are my stepdaughters. And I have, um, me and my husband have one together. We've been together for 15 years. We have a 21, 15 and eight. Awesome. We got you at the 21 and the 15 area, but no eight-year-old here. Tell Donna what happened to you. I got a ticket. What happened? For turning, I turned left in a no left zone. Well, here's the thing. Oh, yeah. There is no such thing as a no left zone. If you want to go left, well, go left. <laughs> but did, you, did you plead your case to the officer, Crystal? I was a little frustrated, I have to say. So 
I usually complain because of how many people do turn left there and because it backs up traffic. And this one particular day, I turned, was turning in, and there was an officer already had somebody pulled over. So when it was my time to leave, two cars turned left, and I said, you know what? I'm feeling funky it's, it's today. My, it's my I'm day. Going yeah, I'm going left. This is my day. Yeah, soon as I turned left, he was sitting there, and I was when they got pulled over. <laughs> like when you rolled your window down, were you like, was he like, ma'am, do you know what you did wrong? He said, Miss Jane, Uh-oh. do you know why I pulled you over today? And I said, yes, sir, I do. I said, I'm just going to be honest. I followed along, and I just turned left today. He said, how's your driving record, ma'am? And I have to say, I've never, I haven't had a ticket, oh, probably since I was 16. Never had a wow. ticket. Well, this time, they got me, got me good. I would do it again, but this time I will not do it in that area. They have pin cameras, mm. and they are still people turning left. It is one of those intersections, though, I bet. And we all know them in our area where you shouldn't do something, but everybody does it. And so because everybody does it, you jump in and you do it. You do it, too. You know, think it was an intersection. What's another example, Donna? Where you I go mean, left on red? I go left on red anytime okay. I want. Here in Alpharetta, the city yeah. of Alpharetta Academy at mm-hmm. Old Milton Academy. Yeah. You go left on red there? I would, I'm I'll wrong. go left anywhere. If there's All nothing right. okay. coming. All right, Donna. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Donna. Yeah, All I'm right. just saying. So what is the uh, outcome? What happened? Did you get like 90 points? Did he laugh at you? Did you try to argue at all with him that you can't go left on red? Oh, I was honest 100%. Um, and I think that kind of helped me. But then he kind of, it happened in Griffin, Georgia. Was it city of or Spalding County? It was the city. Really? And it's uh, Who was very, it? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't even remember a thing. What hey, happened calling ticket. out officer's name? Well, I was just down there for the well, open house, hosting the open house for It just so happened he recognized my last name. I have a brother-in-law that's an officer, police officer for many years now. Um, he knew my brother-in-law, and he was like, hmm, do you really think you should be turning left? I said, no, sir, I should not. So he let me sit there for a minute and sweat it out, and he came back to the car. He said, you know what? But I'm going to give you a warning anyway. <laughs> and he did not. So that he anyway. gave me a warning. No, he did not. <laughs> he, he did not anyway. Sure. Would you do it again, Chris? I'm not going to admit to that. Probably depending See? on the situation. Situational, isn't it? Situational. Yeah, depends on the situation. And then when you get through the light, you're so like when you, you don't hear like blue sirens or anything, like you know sirens or like hear blue lights, <laughs> you're just like, oh yeah. I mean, it's like you just want powerball. Seriously, I, he was hiding. I thought I was good. Pod peep. As soon as I turned. He was out They got some nice police squad cars down there too. I, I even they told do. them that when I was down there. I was like, these are some and they get it from the, the drug capture money. Jane it's Brown is pot peep. She's in Cherokee County, Georgia. She sent me a photograph um of a sign, like an official sign hanging next to a stoplight on Veterans Memorial Parkway, which I believe would probably be that area where the city of Atlanta and, and Cobb County, South Cobb kind of come together right there, Donna. Yes. Um and it says clearly, I circled it, Donna. No left on red. That's an official state sign hanging next to the the stoplight. You know what I see that as? Opportunity. Because right. what that means is that, <laughs> well, no, but I'm just telling you, it, as we've talked about on this very podcast, if someone has made a sign, gone to the trouble to hang it up, then that is clearly probably one of the best places to turn left on red on. Why? Because they've had to make a sign and tell people to quit doing it. Okay. Uh, the uh, sign in the area that I turned in, it did not work. When it I reached out work. to you, when I reached out to you, I said, uh, I said, well, you know, what's your favorite song right now? What are you listening to? Or, your format of music, what do you like to, you know, I, I want to add a song from you to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. And so you said 90s country, anything 90s country. I Googled oh, the biggest hits of the 90s country or the biggest hits of the 90s, country hits of the 90s. And I have the top five and you pick one, okay? 
Okay. Chattahoochee, Alan Jackson. Uh, George Strait, Blue Clear Sky. Reba, Is There Life Out There? Or Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? I'm going to have to go with Alan Jackson. That's the last concert I went to. All right. I think we're, um, I think we're due some Juds. It's been uh, about 20 minutes. It's our lunch hour. We can do anything. 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 Where's Naomi in this? You okay, Crystal? I'm here too, Crystal. Crystal's got a lighter in there. <laughs> here we go. All right, this is the last one. Here we go. Everybody focus. Everybody focus. Here's one. How did you find out about it, Casey? Social media, of course. Can you come out to the parking lot party not featuring Lee Bryce? We'd like to meet you in person. Oh, are you there? I'm here. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Oh God, did you hang up on Cassie? I'll, we'll send Donald send you an Uber. That's Donna from yeah. Gallery. Donna from Gallery. Come see us. Bring your bring your office mate. We would love to see you in Seriously. Hello. Casey. Hello. Casey. <laughs> is, he, is he talking about me? Yes, he's Where'd talking you about you. <laughs> Katie, have you renamed me? What'd I say? Casey. Crystal. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is wrong with you? I got it written down in front of me, too. He is um, so bad with names, and then I'm just following I'm along. Okay. Anyway, than- would you please come out to the yes, that party? Yes, that was it. Uh, dress like the Wolfman. Dress yes, like the Wolfman? Absolutely. Look, uh, Wolfman looking like contest. Seriously, dress like I the Wolfman. I have enough hair to dress like the Wolfman. I really truly. Totally, totally well, not like on you your chest facial? or anything. Facial no. hair? No. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay good. <laughs> Seriously, we'll give you a tank of gas well, when you get yes, there. Yes, absolutely. I'll fill your yes. up. Come on out. We're going to have uh, live music. We're going to have barbecue. We're going to have uh, everything's free. Very kind of you to reach out on the yes. podcast text voicemail line. And thank you so much for listening. We and we'll really see appreciate you on the 21st, it. May 21st. Okay. We get to meet. Mm-hmm. I'll call you the right name and I'm going to send you a text reminder every day because we want to see it's, there, Casey. Oh my gosh. Ah, that's a joke. Chris. Okay. Crystal James. Appreciate right. it. We'll Bye, see Crystal. You soon. We'll see you Saturday the 21st. Bye, okay. Donna. Bye, Caddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Audio for this episode from MCA Records, Big Loud Records, RCA Records, the Country Music Hall of Fame, Luke Combs on Instagram, Sugar Hill Records, Brandon Lambert on Instagram, NBC's Today Show, Jimmy Kimmel Live on ABC. Our thanks to uh, executive producers, Carl Appen and Hans Appen. The letter is our e-newsletter component to the podcast. It's a fun four-minute read delivered to your inbox for free every Saturday morning at 910. What do you text? Here it is again, Left on Red. Been part of the show since uh, episode three. Text Left on Red to the number 22828 to subscribe for free. 22828 production assistance from Steve Mitchell. And Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Coworker of mine, we we don't miss an episode every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, her name is Jennifer Thomas. We listen like clockwork. Probably eight o'clock as soon as we hit work. We have our earpods in and we're we do billing and coding, so we have to kind of stay focused. It's the first thing we listen to. It just makes us through the day. We are usually like, man, we wish they'd have more than two episodes because it would help 
our weeks go by drastically. Live it up, pour it down. Tonight's the night. We're going to do it right. And when you wake up in the morning and think, what the hell did I just do? Just remember, us cougars need love too.